We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The first week of training camp is in the books, and we've already learned several lessons about the Ravens 2022 squad. Baltimore is working to expand its passing attack to become more dynamic, and a favorite has emerged in the highly discussed left guard competition. I'm Sarah Ellison with Bobby Trossett. It's Monday, August 1st, and this is your morning Ravens Vault. So Greg Roman said Lamar Jackson is throwing the football the best he's ever seen. What effect could that have on the offense, if at all? And the Ravens put on a show in front of more than 26,000 fans at M&T Bank Stadium Saturday night. We've got who created the most buzz. Thanks for waking up with the Morning Vault, where you get the most important Ravens news in just 15 minutes. All right, Sarah, the first week of training camp has come and gone. Obviously, we can't read too much into what we've seen so far because the Ravens haven't even practiced in pads yet, but some themes have emerged. What kind of lessons have you learned thus far? Well, you kind of already touched on it, Bobby, by mentioning that the Ravens haven't practiced in pads yet. That plays right into the most obvious lesson, which is that John Harbaugh and the Ravens are taking seriously all the injuries that decimated the team last year. He's made a number of changes to help preserve player health and not practicing with pads until week two is definitely one of them. But we've already covered the other health-related changes last week. So I'll jump right into lesson number two, which is that Baltimore is really trying to expand its passing game. Obviously, the Ravens' bread and butter is still going to be rushing the ball and pounding it down defenders' throats. But for the Ravens' offense to evolve and to take another step forward, the passing game simply must be more dynamic. There is no way around that. So Baltimore must take advantage of what defenses are giving them when they sell out to stop the run or jam up the middle of the field. And traditionally, teams have given the Ravens more outside the number plays. They're giving those up. So that's why those plays have been the point of emphasis this training camp. That's why you've heard Lamar Jackson say that he's worked hard on those back shoulder throws that we've seen come to fruition with notable plays to Devin Duvernay and Rashad Bateman. 
and Jackson's precision on such throws have been more precise than ever. But it's not just the comeback routes and the back shoulder throws. Baltimore also wants to push the ball downfield more. And we saw a deep touchdown pass to Isaiah Likely last week. And we saw a 50-yarder to Rashad Bateman down the right hashtag during Saturday night's practice. And that's just naming two of them. So if defenses want to stack that box, the offense wants to be able to say, cool, go ahead and do that. We'll just kill you over the top then. But for this plan to actually strike fear in defenses, they've got to do it consistently. That's just what's got to happen. Bateman's becoming more consistent. The wide receivers are starting to stack plays. And then Jackson, heading into the weekend, he had just under a 70% completion percentage, according to reports. And he's throwing crisper with more zip on the ball. We definitely want to throw the ball downfield, so that's definitely going to be a, you know, I hope it's a big part of our offense. It really just boils down to how good we are at it, you know. If we get good at it, we'll be throwing the ball downfield a lot. That's head coach John Harbaugh recently. You know, if the Ravens can add a more dynamic passing game to a, a historic rushing attack, you would think this offense could be nearly impossible to stop. But obviously it's far from that point just a week into camp. So we'll definitely continue to follow this throughout the upcoming weeks. Sarah, what's the next lesson you've learned? Okay, the third lesson I've learned is that it's Ben Powers who is the leader in the much-talked-about battle for starting left guard. Greg Roman declared that just last week, but we can't go too far with it because Roman was also quick to say that the decision isn't final. So it more sounds like Powers is getting the first opportunity to prove himself. The fourth-year veteran has the most experience than any of his competitors with 19 starts under his belt. And then it's really become a two-man competition because Tyree Phillips is right in the thick of things. And I wouldn't be surprised if he got some first-team snaps and training camp practices coming up. And the Ravens have always envisioned him as a guard. He just hasn't been able to play there consistently because injuries have forced him to the outside. Ben Cleveland's in the mix too, but the problem is he's yet to pass the conditioning test as of Monday morning. So how do you think that affects his standing? It hurts him. It, it definitely hurts him. It's There's no denying that. We've seen plenty of players fail the conditioning test before, Bobby, but not four times. And that's the thing is, The Ravens give these guys one chance per day. And so Cleveland's had four tries and has failed four times. So I don't want to write him off yet. He's still got time. He's a second-year player. But Cleveland was injured last training camp, too, and that set him back. And now this is setting him back. The bottom line is he needs to get back on the field for these valuable snaps to make a case for himself. All right, definitely something to monitor entering week two of camp. Sarah, what's your third and final lesson learned? The final lesson is that the remade interior defensive line is off to a great start. Michael Pierce passed the conditioning test on his first try after missing mandatory camp last month. Then Travis Jones, he is a rookie to watch. He drew a strong endorsement Saturday night from Pierce, who talked about how well Jones moves for his size. Then there's Justin Matabike, who's taking another step in his third year. And then... Who could forget the two massive figures in six foot eight Calais Campbell and six foot seven Brent Urban? This is a group we'll really want to circle back on, Bobby, because once those pads come on, especially for the defensive and offensive linemen we got to look back at, 
but they are looking the part so far. And coming up, Greg Roman gave a pretty big compliment to Lamar Jackson, but it was seen by some as an underhanded slight. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. All right, Bobby, last week it was Baltimore's coordinators who met with local media for the first time this training camp. And did I hear Greg Roman give Lamar Jackson a rather big compliment? You certainly did. Roman and Jackson have been working together as a coordinator quarterback tandem since 2019. So this kind of high praise was pretty significant. I mean, I think it's the best I've ever seen him throw it thus far. What are we, three days in? And he's throwing it probably better than I've ever seen him throw it. Uh, he's really worked hard in the offseason, and it's showing. So we just got to build on that. It's really exciting. We're all very excited about that. All right. That's definitely notable, saying that it's the best he's ever seen him throw, especially since Jackson chose to train with throwing mechanics guru Adam Dedeau the last two offseasons. But, Bobby, what was so controversial about Roman's comments made her later on in the presser? So, Sarah, Roman was asked if the enhancements Jackson has made to his game in recent months would alter the playbook at all. This was his response. No, I mean, I think we got the playbook, and, you know, we probably have legitimately 20% new stuff. But what, what it'll do is I'll call, I might call the game differently. I might call different plays, you know, that are in the playbook. All right, so spell out. What was perceived as controversial about those comments? Some took it as if Roman was almost slighting Jackson, as if Jackson was holding Roman back from calling games in his preferred style. 
Others, however, well, they understood it and took it for what it was, a glowing compliment and endorsement for the work Baltimore's franchise QB has put into his game throughout the course of this past offseason. All right, still to come, highlights from Saturday night's annual open practice inside M&T Bank Stadium. All right, Sarah, what stood out the most during Saturday's open practice? As usual, we never tire of saying this, but Mark Andrews dominated, okay? So that's nothing new. That's just Mark being Mark. But as I mentioned, it was Rashad Bateman who reeled in that 50-plus yard bomb from Lamar Jackson. John Harbaugh cut up with the local media afterwards and spoke very highly of his second-year wideout. He does the same thing every practice. Every practice is the same. He's very consistent. And we tell the guys the true test of mental toughness is consistency. The ability to do it not just once, but every day, day after day. And he's certainly doing that. Definitely encouraging stuff there from Coach Harbaugh. But Sarah, what about another second-year guy in Brandon Stevens? Does he look to be picking up right where he left off last year so far? Yeah, absolutely. Stevens continues to showcase his versatility, playing both cornerback and safety. The 24-year-old deflected two passes and was sticking to receivers like glue throughout the evening. We'll likely continue seeing quite a bit of Stevens as Marcus Peters works his way back from last year's knee injury. But Bobby, I wouldn't be surprised if Stevens still saw plenty of snaps, even when Peters does return. That's how well he's playing. You know, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask if there was anyone who stood out for the wrong reasons. You never want to call someone out, obviously, unless there's solid evidence. And in this case, I do think there's evidence of cornerback Kevon Seymour struggling. He's been on the wrong end of several standout catches we've been highlighting over the course of the last week or so. That doesn't mean he hasn't had any nice plays, and he did have solid coverage on the one-back shoulder throw to Devin Duvernay last week, but he's also been beaten badly. For example, James Prochet blew past him for a touchdown catch Saturday night, and with so many other young corners standing out, like rookies Pepe Williams and Jalen Armour Davis, it's likely a long shot for Seymour to make the 53-man roster at this rate. And what about this dude Jordan Stout? The rookie punter out of Penn State has some awfully big shoes to fill given Sam Cook's retirement. There's obviously no question about that, but how lucky is Stout to have Cook himself mentoring him during this transition to the NFL? Cook, of course, retired this offseason after 16 years in the NFL, all of which were with the Baltimore Ravens, and he's now serving as a special teams consultant for the team. But back to Stout, his leg strength and ability to consistently convert directional punts that pin opponents deep down in their own territory has been impressive. On Saturday night, Stout placed two kicks that bounced out of bounds inside the five-yard line. And before we jump, here are some quick hits you need to know, beginning with Ravens third-year wide receiver Devin Duvernay and the fact that he's dealing with a thigh bruise after colliding with teammate Chuck Clark during Saturday night's open practice. Head coach John Harbaugh did say it's not considered to be a serious setback and that Duvernay was held out of the rest of practice for precautionary reasons. Elsewhere, after 10 NFL seasons, former Ravens defensive lineman Derek Wolf announced his retirement from football on July 29th. 
32-year-old Wolf reached an injury settlement with Baltimore in June after missing all of the 2021 season with back and hip injuries. And finally, stop us if you've heard this before, but Justin Tucker looks to be in mid-season form, and we're in late July. The Ravens kicker converted from 60 yards out to end the special team segment of Saturday's open practice, and all of a sudden, the 32-year-old's gearing up for his 11th NFL season. Thanks for listening to the Morning Ravens Vault. We created our show to keep you plugged into all things Ravens. If you've been enjoying our content, please consider subscribing, leaving a five-star rating, and sharing the vault with a friend. And that's all the time we've got. We'll be back Tuesday morning with the Ravens news you need to know. So come on back and start your day with us here on the Ravens Vault. <laughs>